0: Hello, before I start this episode, I want to make it very clear that this is not to be misconstrued or miscommunicated as any level of medical advice. I am not a medical professional, so if you need medical advice, please seek someone who is proficient in that career field. This is only for entertainment purposes only and my points of views of things. This is an opinion podcast episode. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. This is your girl Dawn M. Williams. You are listening to Research Shows Podcast and this is my two cents. So we're going to piggyback off of yesterday's episode in regards to narcissism because it is important for you to understand that there are different people with different Um, psychiatric disorders diagnosed and undiagnosed who will be patronizing your business so you are going to have to learn how to deal with these people while maintaining your composure and maintaining your anger so that it won't affect your personal life and your ability to make your business flourish this honey right here this phrase just been echoing in my brain today this is for those people who, somebody don't like you, one of them crazy people don't like you, and you can't figure out why they don't like you. It's like, I don't understand. What did I do? First of all, it's none of your business why they don't like you. It doesn't matter. They've already set in their brain, you are not to be liked. there's something wrong with you. You're a threat for whatever reason. And going back into narcissism, ugh, ugh, excuse me, going back into narcissism, What are what is your, what are you a threat to? Your very presence threatens to expose the false self. So anybody who's familiar with the false self, honey, let me tell you something. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just go ahead and Google it and go ahead and go on YouTube, the false self narcissism. And I highly suggest you go under Sam Vaknin, S-A-M-V-A-K-N-I-N, because He's a professor and he's also a diagnosed narcissist. He's diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. And he has coined a lot of different terms, um, according to him from narcissistic abuse way back. I think that was in the nineties when he coined that term. Um, different ones. I just saw him on an interview and I was just like, wow, I didn't know that he was responsible for that. Um, because he was basically investigating himself. So not to go too much into that because I want you to search for that yourself. If your very presence threatens the false self, right? The false self, uh, to summarize it is they, who they are, like most of the time, all the time, they are despicable, horrible, uh, unethical, use a lot of trickery, Um, if you were to describe who they truly are, it is a horrible person that they are quite frankly ashamed of. I don't, I I can't say that they feel guilty because you're not going to get apologies in general from people who are narcissists. It's more so that they don't want other people to know that they are this way because Uh, I don't know. (laughs) That's something I got to research again, but they don't want other people to know that they're this way probably because they can't go on to keep tricking people. You know, everybody can't know this, you know, not everybody. You definitely can't acknowledge it. You know, speaking, you know, as if I'm the narcissist, (laughs) you know, they can't live like that. So if you have the type of eyes, only person I could think of that got them type of eyes other than myself. Is my son the youngest one? But he's so likable, it's like you cannot hate him. Like, <laughs> and the reason why he's so likable is because he is very careful with how he chooses his words so. He could already see through you years prior and doesn't articulate it. He just is looking at you. He's already made his decision on how he's going to go about things. And that's how he executes it. Me, that's not my personality. I'm going to call the stuff out as I'm saying it, as we're going through it. And I'm going to keep saying it each and every time. And I believe that has to do with me being in custom service. I have to, like, each and every time I'm saying it. So, when the final straw has happened, the axe is coming down, I'm firing you. It's not even a question. Most of the time, I say maybe, yeah, most of the time, these people fire themselves because you put up enough boundaries, a narcissist is going to dispel themselves because they, they don't do well with boundaries. But <clears throat> going back to Umar and the way he looks at people, it was a teacher. I think this was the teacher that I couldn't stand the most out of all the years that he was in the public school system. I generally liked the teachers. Like seriously, I did not have a problem with even the ones he didn't particularly care for. I did not have a problem with the teachers. Like in general, you know, some I like more than others, but in general, Umar's teachers, I really liked, but this one particular heifer, her Demons was just radiating off her, man. She was just vicious. He ain't like her as soon as he came in here. So, of course, of course, I'm a mommy. That It kind of make me biased because I'm going like, that ain't normal for Umar not to like people. But I had to really start studying her. And then I found out a lot of stuff about her. When I say a lot of stuff about her, when she was running game and using trickery and I couldn't, um, I realized that she was using narcissistic tendencies. And she very well may have been a narcissist. I knew why my son um, basically didn't like her. The thing that she was intimidated by the child, which is insane. This is crazy. She was intimidated because the child, she couldn't trick into anything. Like a lot of people can trick children into things, but Umar is not one of them children. It never has been. You're not going to trick him. So... The thing was, is that you have to be very direct with me. You have to be very direct and very direct with Uma. So like, if you, if you got a rule in your classroom, you need to tell me what your rules are. And then that's how it is. But her rule, her thing was how she was operating. And she literally said to me, well, he should know how, you know, I want him to conduct himself in the classroom. I said, how is he supposed to know how you want your classroom to run when it's your classroom. Like you haven't set any rules. Matter of fact, just tell me what you want. Tell me the rule. And I just tell them, you know, and then we'll just go about it. And she said, I've never encountered this. And I said, encounter what? I've never encountered the fact that a child only respects me on account of what the parent says. I'm thinking like, now, I did say, isn't that what they're supposed to do? That's how it's supposed to be. Like, you, if you can't get them to do what you need to do, then the last resource should be you calling me or however you conduct it. But once you call me, it should be I'm able to check my child. But see, she was able to use trickery and um narcissistic tactics to subdue these children. And it's very hard to detect this. And if you have the type of eyes that you know what you're looking at. And the person who's a psychopath or narcissist or one of them cluster B personality, personality, personality disorders, they know that, you know, because of how you looking, you automatically a threat. They're going to figure out a way to either attack you so you don't tell anybody so they could discredit you in advance. So you don't, you know, let anybody know who they are because the, it is essential for them to be able to protect the false self. I'm just saying, okay, so a long time ago when I first started um, doing hair, getting into being an entrepreneur, I did notice these things about people, but it was like a weird puzzle I couldn't put, excuse me, put together. I I just couldn't understand what I was looking at, which is why um, it's coined um, narcissistic abuse, because it's like in the air. It's like you can't even like describe what you're saying. It's only over, uh, probably within the past five years, I've just seen this storm of people just addressing this issue online and on social media and on, um, YouTube. And I still, it still, I couldn't, I couldn't put a finger on it, but it still didn't make all the way sense it kind of like they was like validating what I was saying a little bit but I needed like a puzzle to be put together and nobody and I mean nobody can put this puzzle together like Sam Vaknin it's Vaknin I think I hope I'm saying it right it's nobody that can because watching it watching it unfold and then the way how narcissists can flip it and make seem like you are the narcissist and only a select few people know their true selves, and they make sure nobody's going to believe that particular person It's like and I'm not saying this in a good way; it's like a work of art like um like con artistry at its finest it's It's sickening, but once you understand what you are looking at, you will be able to flourish in your business, honey. <laughs> Your, your temperament will be under control because you'll no longer be like, well, why is such such acting like this? Well, why would she do? Woo, woo, woo. Because it's going to hit you the why. You know why it's going to hit you the why real quick? Because you're going to be calm enough to understand what you're looking at. It's so essential to know what you're looking at. And I'll give one last example before we close out this episode. And I've spoke about this client multiple times. Because this was the epitome of narcissism that she could sit up there and hide under the, under the dementia page, whatever. Okay. Whatever. Cause she was crazy. Well, be well before being diagnosed with dementia. All right. So <laughs> I don't want to just tell the entire story cause it's too long of a story, but basically she came in missing money. Basically she didn't have her money right to try to tell me she want me to cash a third party check and then did a whole like tantrum and i i just want to say alhamdulillah that i was able to maintain my composure because i when i was watching her throw the tantrum she even cursed at me i was not angry i already was thinking beyond what she was doing see Probably 10 years ago, I probably would have been like, oh my God, I can't believe she had to treat me like this and crying and this and that and trying to figure out why would she just be oh so mean. I really didn't give a F why she did what she did. She was, you know, something's wrong with her. I don't care. You know what I was concerned about? I said, let me think 30 minutes from now because I got another client coming in. I just started looking everywhere like thinking, yeah, I got another client coming in. Let me go ahead and prepare my statement for how I'm going to tell the next client that a lunatic may come back in to try to start some stuff. Some 80-year-old psychopath, right? So I'm talking low, which anybody who knows me, I am loud. Dawn Michelle is loud. So I shut the door on purpose and I was talking low. Cause I'm trying to tell this client what's about to happen because I don't know because this lady acting crazy. You know, and then she came in acting a little more crazy, and I didn't even flip out then. I sat and I, um, cause I still had more clients coming. I can't mess up people's hair and become a bad business person for the day because one person is crazy. So once she left, I already had was formulating the email in my brain, running it through the next client. Like, yeah, you need to fire her. Woo-woo-woo send her the email. You're fired. Please do not come back. Your behavior was reprehensible, whatever. Um, but the whole thing was, I didn't care. I think it's important to understand. It's not, Oh my gosh, why I need to know right now, why you need to have in your brain as a business person. I don't care why this person is behaving in this erratic fashion. Like, especially if you know you didn't do nothing, like you didn't do anything wrong. I can see if you did something wrong, somebody's flipping out. Right. But you didn't do nothing. Like I just came to work and you the one didn't have no money. You booked the appointment. What is you talking about? Like, that's crazy. Once you get in your brain, I don't care why. Then it'd be like later on, you know, if, you know, if a lossy fit, if a sees fit, Then it'll be revealed to you why the person did what they did. It probably took me like the next day, but I already put my stuff in action. I already got my policies. You got to have the same policies in in your inside of your life too, not just in business. But I recall I said, um, oh yeah, I said, I know why she did that. She had the money because she went back real quick to grab the money, the cash. She had the money. It wasn't about, yeah, Umar. How did I know you were interrupting my podcast to ask me for some cookies? What? Open the door. What you know I'm recording. Oh, shoot, it's still recording. I swear Allah, I don't know. It don't matter. Look. Can I have some, can I have cookies? God have mercy. The, that how that many much. left? It ain't that much. What's about me five or four? I would like two. Thank you. I'm oh sorry. my goodness. You know what? I'm not even gonna edit that out because who cares? <laughs> that stuff is real. <laughs> Anybody who's a business person, the child interrupts the part. Pod- That's why I do my podcast like early in the morning when nobody's here. Cause it's just too ridiculous. So anyway, I forgot what I was saying. What the heck was I saying, y'all? Oh, I wish somebody was talking to me. Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and listen. What the heck was I saying? Oh yeah. She had the money. The lady had the money. She got, got, went to her car. She got it too fast. The way she was right back at the salon suite. She had the money. Her whole thing was in her brain. Because in order to be a narcissist, you got to think you smart on everybody. Everybody's beneath you. You know, whoop, whoop, especially some peon hairdresser. You know, she's nothing. She doesn't have an education. She's stupid. So, of course, you know when she, she, her, in her mind, she's thinking, "I'm just gonna come in and run this game, so I keep this extra thirty dollars at least till next week, and just give it to her when I feel like it." This the thing. Clearly, that's what she was thinking because that was the actions. Her actions were indicative of what her thoughts were. See, here's the thing that don't make sense about those tendencies. Everybody who know me know that I'm the type of hairdresser that if you is missing some type of money, I ain't going to just be like, forget you. I'm going to be like, all right, I'll work with you. Now, you ain't going to come on Friday at 630 in the morning. I don't think so, but you're going to work with me where I don't have to spend no gas money or, you know, interrupt regular money that's coming on account of you and you're being broke. So most of the time, those people, which... um. And I ain't trying to call out my girl Kelly, but that's the main one. That's why she be, <laughs> if she need her hair done or, or she's short of money, something like that, I'd be like, girl, come to my house. Cause you going to, you know, you had to you gotta come to my house. You gotta meet me halfway. It can't just be you, you blocking up regular money or I'll make it so that this is what I do. I'll make it so that I'll, uh, put you like at the same time as somebody else so that i'm like working you in but you can't like think you gonna have it all which i know lot narcissists don't think on a on the same realm of normal healthy thinking people they do think they can have it all and they can trick everybody all into it so i'm just preaching to the choir by telling somebody who's not a narcissist which you shouldn't do it's beyond reason because it, it has nothing to do with logical reasoning it has to do with 100 percent insanity this is a longer episode i hope i help somebody just stay tuned we're gonna take a quick commercial break we'll be right back how long ago was that when did you start the bb show two years ago oh wow so you was nine yes ma'am this is i'm just so inspired <laughs> oh my goodness okay so all right so Tell everybody, how is it being a social media influencer? How is that experience for you? It's actually been so amazing because I like to, you know, inspire people, especially at a young age that I am. And I want to inspire like kids that's my age or younger and also like some adults as well so they can inspire their kids to, you know, I wouldn't say be like me, but be like, 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 positivity like have positivity and you know be positive not like don't be negative that is so wonderful entrepreneur thursday's the research shows podcast all right thank you so much for coming back from that commercial break with us don't forget 12 p.m eastern daily we have my two cents and then Every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, we interview the entrepreneurs. And Mondays at 6 a.m., we have the morning show with the morning crew. Don't forget, we are on most streaming platforms. Just go straight to the research departments with an S dot com. Click on research shows podcast. And you can also leave a comment if you want to about a particular episode that we may or may not air, depending on what your comment says. So. Don't forget that you can also download our app, I Am Don Williams, and you can listen to episodes on there too. As far as season four, we are not accepting any new guests. We are only interviewing old guests. So new guests, please, you can go ahead and fill out the form at the website that I just said. And we'll be interviewing new guests, inshallah, for for season five, which will air in the fall of 2023. So I hope everybody has a wonderful day on purpose.